We are back, and welcome to Media Rewind on the Boom Howdy Entertainment Network. Boom Howdy. I am your host, as always, Dustin P., and on this very special episode, we give you a great little teaser primer for AMC's Into the Badlands. Oh, we're not talking about, like, drugs or, like, The Stranger Next Door. It's not that kind of special. No, episode. this is not an after-school special. Okay. So, the uh, the smart-ass you heard in the background is, as <laughs> always, my co-host, Genius McGee. Genius, what's up, bud? I'm excited, dude. Me too. We just I'm literally so excited. just got done watching the season three premiere intro, yeah, like the little teaser trailer, and we just got finished watching the season uh, two finale. Yeah. So this is like we like you said, your primer to get you ready for part three. Yeah, and we're gonna drop this on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, AMC's Into the Badlands actually comes back Sunday, April twenty second at nine p.m. Central Time. Yep. So with our hiatus for The Walking Dead, we're gonna jump right into another show. So. Keep your asses in your seats, because it's going to get deep. Exactly. Because this is one of our favorite shows. Yes, by far. There's a lot of good shows on television, but I was so excited, because we we didn't know know if it was getting picked up. And then when we saw that it got picked up, because it's been, what, at least a year? I think it's been, like, yeah, almost a year. Like, a full year since we last last seen it, not even before the intro of the last season. So, I'm excited, because it's a great show. There's a lot of like, like I said, there's a lot of good shows out there, but this one is so unique and weird. Yeah, you know? I mean, and, and the premise of Into the Badlands. I mean, if you guys have ever heard any of our previous episodes, mm-hmm. you know, it's guns are outlawed. Yeah, really, it relies on ancient weaponry. It's a future dystopia, very where, similar to what Doomsday was, the, right. the movie, and where the where the whole world is broken up into these different factions, uh, controlled by barons. Exactly. And so we we get interesting. Interesting characters, a lot of interesting characters, and everybody knows badass kung fu. Yeah, everybody knows yeah. kung fu. So, honestly, if you take all of those things together, mm-hmm. you, you have kind of this dystopian societies and these warring, warring clans. Faction. Yeah, uh huh. You 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 throw in a lot of kung fu, mm-hmm. and really with season two, we get some pretty good character development, yeah. good writing. It opened up the world and introduced a lot of new characters, and it did it with like. Such over the top and wonderfulness that now that it's even opening up more big, it's bringing in a lot more higher not expectations but anticipation. Exactly, and, so, and it actually brings in one of your favorite people, Nick Frost, and yeah. gives his role of Baggy. Baggy, even to do. B- yeah, more yeah. to do. Oh, I love Nick Frost. He is such like he was one of the best additions to the cast. When yeah, he came his, in his, two. his comedy, yeah, uh, his kick assedness, yeah. I mean, everything that Baji does in Into the Badlands is, is very, I mean, for lack of a better term, cool. It is, it is. He's, I mean, he's got he's a, a big swagger. Fat, he's a big funny fat dude that does kung fu. He's like my ultimate wanted dream. He to is be. literally the personification of kung fu panda. Right, right. <laughs> but badass because he'll kill people and steal yes. cars and shit. Yes. He'll like stab people in the neck, and so. But I've always been a fan of Nick Frost, and ever since the Shaun of the Dead, and even before in Spaced. But and then Daniel Wu, yeah. who's kicking ass, and then you have even the other characters like the Widow, Emily Beach. Emily, yeah. oh, she's a badass woman. Yeah, she's, she's a mean kick- motor scooter. Yes, man, she is. In more than one way. Yes, she is. So now we have an interesting dynamic. So let's just jump into. Yeah, you so, want to jump into uh, conjecture yeah. and stuff? Well, actually, let's just or, go ahead uh, and kind of recap everything that happened yeah. in the in the season two finale. Yeah, we have Sonny finally get a hold of Henry, his son, after an epic battle with the Baron. Right, his his lover Vale is killed. Yeah, um, she actually kills herself. Oh, spoilers! In, yeah, in yeah. order to kill 
Baron Quinn. Which I'm gonna be bummed about it because Martin Soskis was one of my favorite characters. It, what, what did we equate him to on one of our in, Into the Badlands? It was like, like a, a Colonel. Um, Colonel. Uh, it was Colonel Sanders. Colonel meets, Sanders means like, "Will you die for me, Rada?" Yeah, you know, something it, it, some like it was, it, it was something like that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, more his, humongous. <laughs> he just he oozes an, an, an just an awesome aura. Yeah, in, in this show, and I'm gonna hate to see him be dead. Right. If that actually turns out to what it is, I really hope it's not because, I mean, he was impaled once, started fighting again, got impaled a second time, started fighting again. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm hoping that that little, like, two-inch puncture to the heart kind of thing didn't work. Right. If he's already getting impaled through the sword, through a Nathaniel Moon, which we'll talk about him later, through his big-ass sword twice, I don't think a saw in the shoulder, a sigh in the shoulder would bring him. But at the same time, I don't know. You can only be stabbed so many times. Right? <laughs> if, if they do bring him back, it needs to be organically. There needs to be, you can't just like, you know, surprise. Yeah, right. I'm back from the dead, everybody. You know? <laughs> I was resurrected. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know? <laughs> Praise the Clippers. The, <laughs> the Church of Quinn. <laughs> so we, we get that. <laughs> in the name of him, in the rod of the, the Henry. <laughs> And the clip of Sonic. <laughs> so we get a lot of <coughs> a lot of new characters in mm-hmm. season two with, with the introduction of Baji. We mm-hmm. we get the aforementioned Nathaniel Moon, uh-huh. which we'll touch on really really soon. Uh, um, I, I, and I even like Ngay this time. Yeah, I he, mean, yeah, Ngay. It's so, starting to get <laughs> right. he's starting to get more legs. I mean, right. they're giving him more backstory. Yeah, and he's getting a better he's getting a better character arc because. In the first season, I hated his ass. In the beginning, I did too. And even in the beginning of the second season, I'm like, that motherfucker better do something cool. And then he started doing cool shit. And so now I'm like, okay, let's see where MK's going now. Yeah, okay. because he was harnessing his dark chi. Yeah. I and mean, now that's, that he that's ha- the best way that we can explain it because it, it's like a mystical power where these guys black out, yeah. but they come... They become superhuman. Yeah, and so if you've never seen it before, the best way we can describe it is, like you said, dark chi. Yeah. So, and now the fact that he lost his dark chi... And he, I liked it better now that he doesn't have it, and he's looking, he doesn't want to get it back. How MK got his groove back. Exactly. And fucking Stephen Lang. Yeah. Uh, you can't beat Waldo, man. No. Fucking. Anytime just, you can interject Stephen Lang in anything, I'm all for it. In a wheelchair, in a killer wheelchair. That is true. Yeah. He, he is a kung fu kick ass in a wheelchair. Yes. So. It is awesome. Um. So we know that he's helping Tilda and all that. Where do you. Uh, all right, now we're going to go into conjecture mode because I don't know how that's going to play out with his, I, I guess, his uneasy alliance uh, alliance with, with the widow. Well, because we already know she's looking for a new regent. Yeah, and why don't we just go ahead and say it? She's looking for a new regent, and guess who she finds? Nathaniel, Nathaniel Moon. Moon. Who else better? You both have, He has a vendetta against Sonny from taking his arm, one of the most badass characters. Because he was, what was it, his 999th kill? Yep. And, like... And so, and then he, he can't kill anybody now. Well, now he can, I guess. Because well, yeah, because apparently Into the Badlands has taken a cue from Game of Thrones, and they've gone full on Jamie Lannister with Nathaniel Moon, and they've given him an robotics. Hand, but it's it, but it's like a cyber, it's yeah. like a cybernetic hand. It's well, awesome. It makes sense because we are in the future. True. I mean, and we have seen like they're kind of somewhat technologically advanced when it comes to some things like the bikes, but not and like and like the calling of to Azra. Which, which is cool, which is going to be crazy. But we'll get into that in a little bit. But um, I guess I can see, because like, it's very steampunkian. Yeah, uh, well, the, the whole show is very steampunk. I mean, yeah. from, all the way from the Sonny's costume, bike mm-hmm. to their, their costumes. 
And, you know, it, the way that they've got it broken down, you can tell each of the factions because each of them have very specific garb. Yeah, very I mean, distinct you've got colors. Some, you've got some people that are dressed like, you know, the Droogs from Clockwork Orange. Yeah, Madame Chow's. Yeah. You've got some people that are dressed like uh, like the Bowery Boys from Gangs of New York. Yeah. Um, you've got some that are dressed in, like, red leather. Right. I mean, they're very distinctive in the way that they, they fracture these houses. Which, which honestly, is good. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it's very good. It helps the viewer kind of differentiate between the different houses and it's stunningly beautiful that's one good thing about this show where uh, like oh it's just, it, it's action it's fucking bloody and it's gory and it's violence and intense but there are just some scenes of just beautiful shots like like um in that last episode we just saw with mk and the widow walking through the cherry blossom field in the middle of the snow yeah it was gorgeous yep i mean and then you also see the the fight sequence between uh, Baron Quinn and Sonny when they're fighting on this I, I guess it was the best way to say it would be like a collapsed ceiling or a collapsed floor right. that's multi-level but they get this like radiant blue light behind both of them while they're fighting and I mean the, the director of photography on, on the show you know the everybody that's behind the scenes that that are not in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are putting out a quality product. It is. That is they do. Uh-huh. That, that is surpassed by none that is on television right now. The action is so intense and so good. The fight choreography and the best way to describe it, it's very. Um, oh, what is his name? Yao Ping. Yu Ping. Yeah, very crouching tiger, hidden dragon esque. Yeah. But because they can do flips and stuff, but yeah. they're not jumping 500 feet up in the air. Right, they're it's, not they're not battling on top of treetops and stuff like that. But they are like jumping scaffolding and doing all kinds of not otherworldly shit, but like stuff you expect from a good kung fu movie. Yeah, you you have to suspend reality for a yeah. little for a little portion of the of the show, but you don't have to go all out. Oh my god, what do these guys wear jetpacks? Right, I mean, you don't have to just completely go crazy and and say you hate it. Yeah, so. We, we get the widow going to Nathaniel Moon, taking on. Uh, uh, we're assuming we're assuming that she's going to take him on as her regent. new regent. Yeah, because Tilda best... because Tilda is gone. Yeah, which is a. I'm interested to see what's going to happen with Tilda. We know that they're going to we're all going to team up and somehow, and Tilda's now on the side of good. But that's always going to be an interesting dynamic with Tilda. I think what's her name, Artemis. Odessa. Odessa. Artemis. <laughs> I like to put It always in. comes back to always sunny. <laughs> I like to put bacon bits in her hair. So <laughs> It always comes back to Philadelphia. That's what we're going to name. We're, we're going to co-name this show. <laughs> that is Artemis. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, Odessa. So that, <laughs> that's going to be an interesting dynamic. Knowing that Odessa does love Tilda and Tilda does love her, but she also still has a thing for MK. And MK yeah. still has a thing for Tilda. So that's going to be... I. They just all get together and bang. (laughs) (laughs) So, honestly, the conjecture piece Uh, of it, I mean, these, these, you know, Nathaniel Moon and the Widow have it out for Sonny. Mm -hmm. Sonny is just trying to get his kid as far away from the Badlands as absolute possible. Which is going to be awesome. It's going to be a total lone wolf and cub scenario. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is... The only bad thing is, I mean, the cub is only, you know, a couple months old at this point, so... Right. I mean, he's really not going to be a hope out as pops. True. (laughs) But, I mean, at least he's like, you know, but he's got badgie and he's got like, like, you know, so he's good. But at the same time, throwing this baby in the mix does give it an element of like you know urgency you know and one thing i did want to point out that i was very happy that the season three trailer actually showed us is that baji is not dead right at the end of season two he gets stabbed with some scissors Mm -hmm. and you know he kind of alludes to in the dialogue that oh man this is this is one hell of a way to go he gets stabbed with some scissors really and 
the this the shot kind of fades with him sitting in a barber's chair and he's we we're assume or we're led to assume that he dies. Right. Well, then later on in that episode, he actually travels on Sonny's bike to this. I guess, I guess it would be a radio tower mm-hmm. or like a radio facility. Like, yeah, like a SOS tower. Yeah, and he and he sends out a Morse code signal that we're assume we're assuming is to Azra. Right. So, which is the home of the people with dark chi. Right. So uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see how they kind of. I guess bring Baji back into the fold with reuniting him with Sonny. Well, and even reuniting with Azra, because like they True. all have a they all have a bad history. So yeah, there's because, a lot of bad blood in between them. Yeah, and with the, with the Pilgrim and yeah. his group, we actually see a lot of the Dark Chi holders that that assault communities and whatnot. And, so. and yeah, and they want to come and basically take over. So it's going to be a really interesting thing because because then where are the monks? Because well, the monks because the monks have like. They, but they work with Azara, uh, Azra. So, I mean, that's going to be an interesting dynamic, and I would like to see where that goes because they still have the master up there and all her kung fu treachery. So, and, and apparently, MK must be the uh, the, the key, the golden to, to child, all, or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because everybody's after him. Everybody's trying to unlock his power, right? Because apparently, his power is so much. Superseding everybody else's, and I'm glad he's not a petulant little asshole like he was. Yeah, in the first, the first, first season he was, was rough. Tough. Yeah, he was rough. He was rough in that one. I but. mean, and, and really, it was it was a very good thing that the writers kind of switched up his character and gave him more to do. Yeah, because if he was just a little it, asshole, yeah, I think I would have checked out even with all the kick-ass kung fu. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have been harder to swallow. Most definitely, so. and I, and we've even said like he needs to get his shit or get off the pot. Right. So <laughs> he's not quite Carl's Jr., but. <laughs> but I mean, but, it's, it, it's 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 going to be a very harrowing tale. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we see that so far, kind of what you said with the you know the lone wolf and the cub, yeah. thing with Sonny going on. Mm-hmm. Um, we still have not seen Quinn die. We haven't seen a teaser of him come back. Think. I, I really, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of praying that Martin yeah. Sokis comes back because I maybe loved Quinn. Maybe he's a ghost, like a force like a ghost. ghost. <laughs> he's kicking it with Yoda and Obi-Wan. Do or do not, there is no try, sonny. You know, just like, <laughs> seagulls stopping now, you know? <laughs> but like, um, I, I'd, I'd pay to see that. <laughs> like a hologram, like Coachella. <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> but there's still one person that we haven't touched on. You know, Widow? No, Lydia. She's his wife. She's oh yeah. yeah. Where is she? Yeah, exactly. I mean, we we kind of get a snippet of her, and she's she's a, I get, I'm assuming at the Droog camp. Yeah, with the Madame Chow. No, no. Madame Chow's the in the in the Droog camp with the white. That's, but but she was dressed in all white, so maybe she formed an alliance. I mean, we really she, don't know at this point. She might have went back to her um, cult. Yeah, her her father's her cult. Lance Hendrickson's. Lance Hendrickson is in this yeah, exactly. as a cult leader. So Yeah. Let's just go ahead and stop the episode right there because if Lance Hendrickson is in anything, it's stop and watch it. It's quality. Stop and watch it. We kind of did the same thing with Stephen Lang. Yeah. But if Lance Hendrickson is in it, just watch. <laughs> just trust us on this one. Right. Um, it, no. It's, I mean, Conjectureville, I mean, we're going to have a lot go on in season three. And yeah. I'm glad they took... I'm glad they took their time with it and didn't just kind of, you know, strike throw all the together. iron was hot and kind of yeah. just kind of throw everything together. I mean, we know that Daniel Wu was in the new Tomb Raider movie, so I mean, mm-hmm. he apparently had to take some time off to film that. And okay, cool. Yeah. And but, Emily Beach has been doing some like right. small independent yeah. things, and yeah, and, and I'm I'm happy to see that. But I'm I'm more happy that the writers didn't decide, you know, hey, we're just going to push out season three, mm-hmm. and the just story is going to be lackluster. Out. Yeah. So it looks like this season looks. 
grander and bigger in scale and scope and just enormous. There's epic battle, three-way battles that we see, you know, going on. Three armies attacking each other. There's, I, I am so excited for this because if they, if this is even remotely close to how badass season two was, we're in for a treat. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, with that being said, Genius, do you have anything else you'd like to cover in our primer episode for End of the Badlands? We talked about, okay, we talked about Tilda, the we widow. The widow. Well, she's in a precarious place, too. She now. really is. Everybody's I mean, she, gunning for her. Everybody's, everybody's gunning, everybody's for, gunning her. for her. She, but she did it to her own fucking self. Yeah, she did kind of bring it on herself. Right? First of all, if you're going to if you're gonna beat your daughter up, who's also your regent, don't throw her in the dungeon, you know, with an easily escapable, with a person, Badgie, who's known to escape. So, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I wonder what's going to happen, but. <laughs> oh, don't leave the keys. Right. So, but at the same time, I think as Emily Beecham is, like you said, one mean motor scooter. So she's got something up her sleeve. Um, I'm, I'm glad what they're doing, especially I wanted to see what happens with Madam Chow. Cause I thought her whole, um, Clipper, Clipper Droog army was very interesting too. Yeah. And it was, it was short lived. Yeah. We only saw her. You know, I, I believe it was for like half an episode. No, even, she's she had a bigger arc because remember they had the concave, and then there was oh, they, that's right. and okay. then, he, then they dressed up Sunny to be to as a drogue right. to get in the thing. So they'd had an arc, but nothing really happened with it. It was just a right. means to that it, 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 end. It pushed Sunny's story. It didn't really push the 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 other faction. And I'm glad they're bringing back Nathaniel Moon. I, I am mean, too. I thought honestly, you know, in the middle of season two. We got to a point where we got to know a lot about Sonny. Mm-hmm. We got to know a lot about okay. uh, the widow, of course. Yeah, but it was int- it was it was interesting that they would choose to take such a big character like Nathaniel Moon and just kind of throw him in there because he was like he was like the Muhammad Ali of Clippers. And the interesting thing, it was a bottle episode. Yeah, it was one of those ones where it was like one of those episodes where if you take that entire episode out, it would not affect the main story at all. Yep, and it was just like maybe like he like he was a baddie of the week type thing. Mm-hmm. But now that it, now the surprise to us, he's he going to like be a mini boss. Yeah, now he's going to be one of the big, the main second in command. Yeah, so he was, he was a side quest in this one, and he was badass. He was aside from Quinn's army, he was probably Sonny's toughest battle. Honestly, I think Nathaniel Moon was one of my favorite characters from season two. I, I just because of the just code, be- his code of honor. Yeah, his code of honor. Mm-hmm. The, the amount of I guess mythos he had as a yeah. character, uh-huh. and then his sword is just badass. Yeah, it was. I mean, anytime you got a sword that's about five and a half foot long, you have to wield it with two hands. But now, but it's, it's but it's not a, like a broadsword. It's actually like a, a samurai very sword. Weapon. Him. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty kick ass well, for me. And now it's Sunny's. Yeah, so that's gonna <laughs> cheese him, cheese that Doctor Claw ass all, all up and down. So I mean, we we've pretty much covered everybody. We covered Widow and Waldo, <coughs> yeah. uh, Tilda and the Widow. Mm-hmm. We ca- cut on Sunny and Badgie. We the, got Lydia Azra and the Pilgrims, the monks. Azra, the Pilgrims, yeah. the monks. I'm so stoked. For I this. am too. It's, we're putting this out there so you guys can actually listen before we jump in. You know, to part um, the season three. So. Yeah, and you you do have a week, so season one and two are on mm-hmm. Netflix currently streaming. Uh-huh. I do want to remind you guys that it does air again April twenty second at nine p.m. Central Time on AMC. Yep. But with that being said, I am your host Dustin P. And on behalf of Genius McGee, ride for the Clippers. <laughs>